Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. Well, I am sad but happy to announce that we are in episode four, which is the final episode of our current series with Dr. Melody Jackson, and it is called Marketing Caffeine for Hollywood. It is for actors, it is for screenwriters, and if you've been listening to the past three episodes, you are well aware that we are here, or and I'm here, and Dr. Jackson is here to just help you not only boost your career, to create a path forward that is going to lead to, hopefully, success, but also to help you avoid the pitfalls. And today, being our final episode, we, uh, Dr. Jackson suggested that we just, we just focus on authentic branding. And the word authentic will be defined. And we are going to let you know why it is so important that you don't just brand, you do it authentically. Dr. Jackson is here. We call her Melody. How you doing, Melody? Doing great. Looking forward to this. Wrapping <laughs> I, it up. I'm a little bit sad. And I will tell you that just because this is the end of this current series doesn't mean there won't be future series. Because I was even talking to my husband this morning and I said, wow, I said, this is the kind of thing we could just keep going. I mean, there's a, oh, yeah. there's no stopping point when it comes to this type of, of, of information and advice for actors and screenwriters. I mean, it just keeps going. And every time we finish an episode, I want you guys to know, I get back on the phone with Dr. Jackson and we're like, Oh, gosh, we didn't say this or that or this or that. So we've got a lot of information, but I will tell you that today is very important. And so, Melody, let me know right now, just what is branding? Just let us know. What is it? Okay. So a lot of people, you know, and I'll specifically speak to actors and, um, you know, screenwriters can sort of translate or adapt it for (laughs) their position. And the same with the producers. Right. It's very directly important for actors. So what is branding? Essentially, that is when you're going to craft your image, craft your message, whatever it is that you're putting out to the world in a way that's congruent so that when they see you, when they think of you, Mm -hmm. that they have a clear picture Mm -hmm. of who you are so that you fit in a position for them in their mind for casting. So they have a clear sense of who you are. Because isn't this a snappy sort of thing when casting directors have a job open up? They, they, you know, a producer gets to them and says, listen, I need somebody that dot, 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 like three, three descriptors. And they have to know who fits that. Boom. And the branding is going to allow casting directors to be able to use you really fast. 
that's it. You want to have, it's like the word brand, if you think about, they used to brand a uh, something onto a cow to say this cow belonged to this ranch. Right. So you want to brand your image onto <laughs> the agent's mind, the producer's mind. And really, it's even with every single celebrity, yeah. they have a particular brand. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's a big part of it is the casting. But after the look, the casting and fitting into a particular kind of category, mm-hmm. then you expand from there to refine that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for any given actor, there are going to be hundreds maybe thousands of actors who are in that same sort of uh, could fit a given description, Right. let's say in terms of looks, but then you start narrowing it down by, let's say uh, an, an edgier mm. uh, Jennifer Lawrence no. or a, you know, uh, so there are various things mm-hmm. that de- define and delineate and distinguish mm-hmm. one. Like I haven't been an actor for many years, but, I recall when I would go into a commercial audition, and I know this is still the same, although yeah. we people are not going directly to them anymore. I'd walk into a room, mm-hmm. and there were like 50 variations of me. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes, shorter yeah. hair, longer yeah, yeah. hair, yeah. taller, shorter, mm-hmm. bigger, smaller. Yeah. And and when so you've got that as the yeah. superficial level. But there's also this vibe that comes across. Right. There's right. a, a, mm-hmm. a demeanor mm-hmm. that comes across. Mm-hmm. So that also goes into it. And, and, and can I can I also ask you this? Because, okay, we live in a really PC world right now where you don't want to, you know, offend people. But let's face it. They, they, the terms that are probably used in the industry would not be considered PC. Everybody, because it's like I said, it's snappy. Everything has to be done quickly, and we're they're not so busy thinking about are the terms we're using, you know, appropriate or whatever. For instance, you know, they'll say an edgier Jennifer Lawrence, you know, and somebody may think of Jennifer Lawrence. They may have think, well, I I don't consider myself Jennifer Lawrence. Well, guess what? You look like her. But but if, you know, if we're looking for an edgier one and you come off as edgy, then you are the edgier Jennifer Lawrence, right? Um, I, I just seems like that, that, uh, that we have to accept the appearance part of, of the industry. Well, I mean, if, and that's really, uh, you know, there's two parts to the branding mm-hmm. and that is, there is what is authentic for you. Mm-hmm. And then the other side is the branding helps you decide, take what's authentic for you and present it to the market. It's not just you presenting it to the market, however. It's like, what is it that where what the market wants meets your branding? Okay. Okay. So, yes. Or meets who you are. It's like you come up with branding that is authentic mm-hmm. for you, but if you're going to focus on this thing or this thing, well, which one is more suitable to the market? But if you decide that you're branding or you want to brand yourself, I hate, I mean, let's let's be specific here. You can, somebody can tell you, I remember when I was a young actor, people told me what brand I was. They didn't use that language back in the 80s, but that's what they said. And I did not want that from my branding. I said that's, I rejected it. 
But can you say what it was? They said you were, or you don't have to, but do you want to share? Like they said, I was this, and that's not what I wanted. Yes, I will tell you. And I've got a couple of people who listen to this show regularly, and they're going to laugh and laugh because they say this too of me. But when I, because I'm 55 now, but when I was in my late 20s or even mid 20s, I was the the new Carrie Fisher, even though Carrie Fisher was only about eight years older than me. And 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 I did not want the Carrie Fisher image. I wanted because I I was a I was a Star Wars fan, but I just I wanted to be okay, I'm going to say it. I wanted to be prettier than her. I wanted to be more I don't know. I just didn't want to be Carrie Fisher. She seemed too uh generic, too blasé, too yeah. too wholesome. I wanted to be edgier. I'm going to use your word, edgier. And I was being told, "Nope, nope, nope. You're Carrie Fisher. You're Carrie Fisher." And it just drove me crazy. But well, it's, yeah, I mean it, that is such a great example. Okay, because if if I recall, Carrie Fisher was pretty popular then. She was, but I, that wasn't the branding I wanted. That her image, you know, that look. Right. Okay. And so, okay, so, um, you know, that's where if you don't want it, you've got to. You know, that's what the market was looking for. Yes, okay? at the time, and definitely. I, mm-hmm. I've had, I've, I've worked with a lot of actors over the time, over time, who it's the same kind of thing. Like, every woman wants to be, like, the prettiest. Or I mean, I used to get compared to certain actors, and it's like, well, I, I guess I do look like them. And, I mean, I actually can't even argue with it. It's like, yeah, I guess. You know, okay, can I ask you, you asked me specifically, so I've got to ask you, if anybody saw uh, Dr. Jackson on the Instagram page, you are this gorgeous, blonde-haired, blue-eyed lady, and I thought, I bet you, you, because, uh, you know, the era, I bet they were, you know, Chrissy from Three's Company, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that beautiful, you know, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. I said, I bet you got pigeonholed into that kind of category, right? Actually, no. I actually kind of evolved my look a little bit. Okay. Okay. But, okay. And but I was seen as somebody like Shelley Long. Even okay? Shelley Long, definitely. Yeah, I could see and, that. Like she has bigger teeth in front, as I do, you know, <laughs> and, or Pat Benatar. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, the, yeah. and I've had my hair in many different styles. <laughs> okay. And, you know, so I was, um, you know, I was, but really, I didn't argue with it. Okay. It's like, okay. Good for you. You know, it's yeah. like, all right, I, I kind of wanted something else. But I think there's a period when, you know, most actors go through especially as younger, we want to be the most beautiful, the most this, the oh most my whatever. God. Yes, so, I did. And, and and by the way, there are people who've said, oh my God, you are Carrie Fisher. And I'll be like, no, no, no. And they're like, I think she's the most beautiful thing in the world. And so I'm thinking, oh, I guess it is a right, matter of exactly. perspective. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially, like I say, she had so many fans. So yes. the idea is that you're, you're bringing what's authentic for you, mm-hmm. not just like your idea in your head, but mm-hmm. like, what does the market want? Right. Okay. Like I had a woman, I recall this so clearly that uh, I used to meet with people in my office to work on their agent mailing. And part of the thing I would do is some of the branding. Right. And, 
And I always ask, so what actors do you think you're like? And I always want to know what they say because <laughs> are they, it would either be that they are totally, uh, totally off track. Right. Or in some cases, if they said a given actor, then I'm like, oh, I could suddenly see it. Yeah. And that's really the purpose of branding. Right. Now, see, my guess is if you were being told this by so many people, yeah. that, oh, you're totally a Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Fisher type. Mm. You, you wouldn't have to put that in your branding because it was so obvious. Oh, yes. That's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then you could actually, if there was a certain quality that you wanted, then you could, you know, if you, so... Uh, you know, if you wanted to play up maybe the the prettier aspect or just someone who is thought to be that way, because sometimes the branding, it's not just to say that you're not something, but it is to emphasize what you are. So okay? is that what you mean by authentic branding? Well, it's, by authentic branding, what I mean is, so for one, it needs to fit. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the woman that I had, I'll never forget. She told me that she thought she was like Marilyn Monroe and she <laughs> looked nothing. I saw no resemblance whatsoever. <laughs> okay. And God bless her. You know, I still worked with her and I just had to say, well, I don't know. I don't really see that as much as maybe something else. I mean, I'm going to be sensitive with someone, but I need to know right. where someone's coming from. But okay. you know, the industry is not sensitive. So you're being kind. Uh, I What a well, what a very cruel industry we're in, really. Uh, that is very true. That's why you want to make sure that you have a perspective right. that, is, um, that is something that others can see. Like for you, if I had been working with you during that time, I wouldn't have put in a letter to agents, you know, I'm a Carrie Fisher type. I would say, well, who do you relate more to? Right. And, and so then I would work with something else because it's important to whatever branding, it's just like I talked about when we were saying about social media, I really come from the place. And this is what I mean by authentic. Mm -hmm. When an artist, an actor wants to express themselves, you want to be able to express yourself in a way that you can embrace it, that you feel good about it. Mm. And if you're coming up with a brand that you don't like, how much do you think, how much confidence is that going to give you to go out and express it? Damn. But I guarantee you that if you had yeah. come to my office and we talked about it, we would have come up with something that you could fully embrace that fully fits you because there's something, you know, like I would guess maybe, Maybe you felt like you were a little more sexy, so not just prettier. Maybe you just felt like you had another, you know, some other kind of uh, vibe. I would help you bring that vibe out. Or what about this? Okay. <laughs> because after 20, 30 years of being told, I am Carrie Fisher, you know, just I'm, a, I'm like her twin sister that she never met. Uh, uh -huh. Would it be like something you could do or would want to do to take someone like me and you would look, I mean, if you, you know, if you and I got together and, and you would probably say this, you'd probably think, oh my God, this looks like Carrie Fisher. And then we would talk for a while and you would be like, well, you know, actually she is a Carrie Fisher type. So would it be your, your, you know, like something you would do to say, listen, I, I, I want to encourage you to just 
own this because you could really do something with this as opposed no, to... No, I really would not. Oh, would okay. Not. Cool. Especially, especially because you have a... You an just, aversion. You just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, aversion. you have an aversion to it. You don't like it. I would say, yeah. well... Surely there's some other actresses. There was. That you do Holly resonate Hunter. With. Holly Hunter was my like uh, I just I don't know. I I discovered Holly yeah. Hunter one day and I said, "You know what? Not only do I appeal to her, but I'm also I also think she's like me. Everything about her is me. That's the character." And yet, you know, it just no one would ever buy it. I was like, "Okay, well, fine." Well, yeah. It's I would absolutely then, you know, assuming that I thought it was true then i would say okay well here are a couple ways we can do that so okay. i would then okay. orient you to express your brand in in this other way and if people and i would also then encourage you don't if someone says it don't worry about it you know just okay. let it be that's okay that's what they see because the other thing I, actors are always told though that the audience is always right so whatever well, they're and, seeing you know well but that's where i say that's why I emphasize and told you I wanted to emphasize being authentic because otherwise, right, right. if an actor is being told you got to be this, you got to be that, you got to mm -hmm. be that, it's like it's no fun. Right. The idea that I approach branding with is you got to find something that resonates with you. So I would work yes. with an actor yes. to find what that thing is. Like I'll tell you, mine is my company is named Smart Girls Productions, and it's been that way. Since the beginning. Right. And the girls, I use that as opposed <laughs> yeah. to woman, yeah. because to me, that's playful. I didn't want to have but it be But now taken. it's actually offensive. You're not supposed to say stuff like that, right? Is Yeah, and it's like, mm -hmm. it's like too bad. Well, and yeah. And that's okay for... Screw it's you. Like, it's okay yeah. with my... Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That is what I want to present. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be politically correct on everything right and that's totally fine with me right good and i love you i love you more now it, you know <laughs> and it's yeah absolutely yeah. it's like the other thing is that some people let's say just being politically correct or not some people are going to love you more because you're not some people will, love, will hate you more because whatever you're not it's yeah. like it's like whatever the yeah. more you can be authentic and you gotta you you do need to pay attention to where your mm -hmm. market is that mm -hmm. you're trying to appeal to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the other thing for me is uh, the smart part. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. now I put that I chose that as part of my branding, yeah. and so then um, you know it, I express that. That's part of what I express in different ways, and part of what I was gonna get at is. There was some time in my past that I thought, well, if you're smart, you can't, you can't be funny. Like I used to have trouble uh, messing up. You know, if I messed up, I was like really worried and <laughs> if I made a mistake. And so I just had to get because, past that. Because because so. smart people are infallible, but they're not. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. They, so yeah. so with the branding, yeah. you you come up with what you want people to see now yeah. if i were out there doing making all kinds of mistakes like lots and lots of mistakes right then that wouldn't fit for my branding right sure okay mm -hmm. but um because you, you wouldn't so be again, smart your branding is smart girls right right, right. So making I, a lot better, of mistakes isn't smart I, exactly yeah. you know so but then i temper it with it's almost like smart 
Well, I was going to say they don't go together, but that's definitely not, <laughs> not politically correct. But it's like girls, oh, yeah. girls would yeah. would sort of indicate someone yeah. younger, maybe a little more naive. Yeah. And that's the yeah. aspect yeah. versus smart. Right. But the idea is to come up with what what you feel is right for you, mm-hmm. but you do have to pay attention to the, the market. Like with, right. with uh, for instance, with aging, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Actors will play one thing in their early twenties, mm-hmm. and then you play the older version right. of that. You can, you know, Diane Keaton has kind mm-hmm. of always been the same kind of character. Mm-hmm. She's just the older version of right, it, right? Right. And you know, and then sometimes they change. Well, we were as well. We were. Uh, oh, you re- alluded to my party the other day for my birthday, and you know, uh, turning fifty-five, and and I'm suddenly getting senior discounts, and everything is is senior. They say now, and what was interesting is 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 I was with a lot of people who had been with me over the years as actors. We had performed together, and 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 I went from being the ingenue. And then I remembered we were talking about one role I played like 10 years ago it was the first time I played a mom. And, and you know, we evolve. We have to evolve. We have to know our audience. We have to. But see, I think we have to know who we are and we have to accept the, 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 the who we are, the authentic us, how we can, you know, where, what roles we can authentically play. Yes. I, I, I just, yeah, I had to come to terms with that one day, you know? Yeah, you know, and um, I mean, I I have a friend, I actually met her early on in my business, many, many years ago, and she was a um, high fashion runway model in Paris, so she mm. did the big time. Yeah. Brazilian beauty, okay? <laughs> and she did that for quite some time, and then she was doing commercials and what have you, and then she just kind of got out of the business and she had children and got married and traveled the world still. But probably about three or four years ago, she got back into modeling. Mm. Now, this girl is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Oh, wow. Dark-haired Brazilian beauty, mm-hmm. and she's got the face, you know, the, the modeling face. Right. Stunning. Well, she told me, before I saw any pictures, that she let her hair go gray. Oh. And as soon as she did that, she started getting noticed everywhere. <laughs> she got contracts. So now she's like doing all these contracts. And wow. she actually has a great Instagram uh, page as well. Wow. And so it took her a little bit to step into that. But now it is, she's just like off the charts and, She's in magazines because all she over. she owned it. She owned the yes. new image, the new authentic her. And and that is another thing. You know, when I was talking to you about the Carrie Fisher effect of my of my career, I did not want to own that. And and so I I tried to reinvent or tried to, you know, uh reject. Um but what I you know, the, your friend who's this model who's been aging, you know, she could very well just have rejected any of that, but instead she just she went headfirst right into it and and it's oh, working. Oh yeah, and she's very successful. You know, so I don't know how much time we have left, but a big thing that I want to leave people with is that if, if you don't 
like the branding that's coming from outside. Another way to look at it, and is to think about what exactly is it? Because I'm going to assert that it's not just your look, but mm. it's your vibe. Because mm. people could look just exactly like someone, but if they've got a different vibe, they yeah. still come across differently. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you know what that vibe is, again, I, I just don't believe that you have to, you're not going to completely change your type. But like you said, mm. Holly Hunter resonated more for you. Yeah, her personality, her vibe, right. It was her vibe. And she did not look necessarily that much different than Carrie Fisher. So, you know, but most people just went for the Carrie Fisher because of our huge brown eyes, you know. Right, right. But when I started trying, you're right, that vibe thing. I just said, nope, I'll take the whole Carrie Fisher image, but I'm I'm putting in the Holly Hunter vibe. And that's what sold it for me. You know, I would also say there was probably something specific, and I'm not going to ask you here, <laughs> but I would say if we were talking privately, I would say I suspect there's also something that kind of, you know, annoys you about her or there's something that oh, kind most, of like. Most definitely. And they say if you see something in yourself that is reflected by another that you don't like, then you don't like that person. And I, I can be honest with you right now. I mean, I'm as transparent as it comes. I, I don't think I have left anything <laughs> off the table with this audience, but I will tell you, you are dead on. It did have something to do with all that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in branding, again, I would work around that yeah. um, because with branding, like I said, with social media, you want to be in a place where you as actors, I'm obviously referring to the audience or even with screenwriters mm-hmm. that, you know, that you can be on board with it. You want yourself to be on board with right. it. So you feel comfortable promoting that. You mm-hmm. know, if a writer is coming up with their pitch mm-hmm. and positioning their film a certain way and they don't agree with it, well, you got to dig into why mm-hmm. someone's why. seen it that way and. Mm-hmm. You're saying it this way. You got to have those two things meet because then you can be freed up and you can have a better chance of success if mm-hmm. the two come together. Right. But if you don't like it, no, you got to modify it. Who's going to be excited about that? And the if you're, it's like, I hate this. And the audience is, uh, for this podcast is not going to be shocked when I say, once again, we are coming back to the word why. Why is always going to be the answer. Well, here here we have a couple of minutes left, and I, I just want to make sure that, it, first of all, everybody has to know that Dr. Melody Jackson and Smart Girls Productions is a is an actual place that you can go. She is a is a person that you can actually reach out to. You can hire her uh, for her services of branding and marketing and advice and whatever you're doing, whether you're an actor, a producer, or a screenwriter, whatever you're doing in this industry. So go ahead, Melody, and just in the last couple minutes that we have uh, let everybody know how to get in contact with you but also give us a little snippet of 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 what you do for your clients oh okay yeah so well one of the things we've been talking about is i work with them on their branding okay okay so (laughs) and i really i end up creating a package i find the agents that they could 
potentially be right for and then I write the letter and I really make sure that all the pieces of their branding because this is another thing you want all the different pieces of your branding to be congruent mm. so that they're sending the same message the same casting mm -hmm. so I'll help actors come up with a letter and something that pitches them uh, through an email and review all the branding and give feedback and then also pick out the best agents and managers for managers for them based on where they are and then mm -hmm. a similar thing with screenwriters i help them with their query letter pitching the script mm -hmm. themselves and then finding production companies wow and so if 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 the uh, listeners go to smartg.com they can find all the links for getting in contact with you but for what we've been doing these past few weeks uh it's smartg.com slash caffeine because this is the marketing caffeine series um yes. and, and that's all true right and and then they can even reach out uh, now how how do they i hate to use this word but it's true how do they hire you oh, okay yeah you know what just have them call me and i can discuss that okay. with them because you know yeah. uh, my service are explained there but you know i actually wanted i if we've just got just another minute or two i wanted to share one other example oh please Okay, because are we, like, right at the end of our time? We are at the end of our time, so let's end on a big note. <laughs> okay, so I just want to go back to this idea of authentic branding and embracing it. There is a, a motivational speaker by the name of Mel Robbins. Mm -hmm. Now, some of you have probably heard of her, and many of you have not, but she's one of the most famous motivational speakers in the world. Mm. This woman is, uh, she, again, she work, she's done however many like a bunch of ted talks and she works with large corporations and all of that now you would naturally think that she would be someone who then would dress in a, a corporate looking outfit mm. however she tells a story about how she was wearing heels one day and she was going to be giving this big talk and something happened to the heels or she forgot them and somehow she ended up wearing these tennis shoes <laughs> with her outfit on stage giving this talk. Mm. And she discovered that another part of her came out wearing mm. these tennis shoes. Wow. So that became one of her branding things. So now she gets these fancy, blingy tennis shoes and, <laughs> and it completely changed her branding. It freed yeah. her up. And I'll also throw in that she cusses like a sailor. Mm. So do I. You know, so... Okay, <laughs> just not on your podcast. No. You know, but the point is that she broke a bunch of rules. Yeah. And yet she's one of the most famous speakers and yeah. sought after speakers yeah. in the whole world. So that's yeah. what I encourage you to do as well, yeah. to go out, find something that resonates, yeah. be a little bit different in a way that, that yeah. uh, expresses yourself and that can still resonate with your audience and as well. set yourself apart i mean we you know we don't need yes. a, a, another million of sh dot 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 we need and somebody that's exactly why you need the branding that's is to right. actually help you do that and to right. focus how right. you're going to set yourself apart and be noticed this it's been amazing, guys. Uh, we are at the end, but I will tell you that I couldn't be more grateful to Dr. Melody Jackson for this advice. And by the way, I know that, that we're going to have to bring you back because there's no way. This is just too good, and there's too much we haven't been able to cover. Um, but guys, don't forget, smartg.com.
slash caffeine. And that is where you can get pretty much everything we've been talking about. And also you'll get from smartg.com, you can find uh, how to call Dr. Jackson and just whether she can just, whether you can hire her or whether she can just give you some tips over the line. The point is she's amazing and we are so grateful. Thank you, Melody, for joining us. Oh, this has been my pleasure. I've had so much fun, and it's it's really been great being on the show. Oh, thank you. And hey, guys, don't forget, we're on every podcast site there is. And tell your friends about us and give us a special rating. Don't forget now, this has been The Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been The Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston-Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.